0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to the third and final hour of the live with rank show. I fat fingered something there, so I didn't get it in on time. Hopefully, all you doing well on this beautiful sunshiny supposed to be lower fifties day Well let me see do I get temperature in here? I used to get temperature in here. uh don't have it that I can see right now, but it is supposed to be just a beautiful day. We'll take it because it'll probably start getting uh, colder and colder again coming up, being that it is February and it is Michigan. Talking about a bunch of issues here in the state of Michigan and abroad, should the University of Michigan's basketball coach, Joan Howard, be fired? That is the title. Not only is it a question, I should put it, but a title of a piece I wrote. You can find that at WBCKFM.com. Share it across all your social media sites. Uh, Many people are discussing the incident that happened yesterday right after the Michigan-Wisconsin basketball game. I am not discussing it. I'm asking you the question, what should come of it? And in that piece, you'll find two videos, one of the incident, what led up to it, the incident itself and what happened afterwards, and then a separate one of the press conference in which both head coaches Discussed it. Also have a piece out there. Man follows teenager into bathroom in a Saginaw, Michigan theater. So a young man, according to these mothers here on a Facebook post. So allegedly uh, the police were involved, it said. And the bigger point and the reason I wrote it, not just because of that, is to bring out what my concern is. And many's concern is this whole total lack of what science and biology means here in the United States and how it manifests itself into incidents, I think, possibly like this. Now, this has nothing to do with LGBTQ or transgender people. This young man, it looks to be a young man, is not saying he is a male identifying as a female. But again, it goes to this just laxed thought now that you, when you have deranged people out there possibly, allegedly, uh, they may think that it's okay to go into a girl's room, uh, bathroom. Apparently, that's what's being alleged. He followed a young girl, teenager, into the bathroom and then snuck up behind her and, quote, with his sleeve of his hoodie over her mouth, end quote. She fought her way out and described who the person was and thankful to the theater, movie theater, they reviewed camera footage and acted fast. Got the police for some reason the police let him go. We'll should find out more, but even w- without that, my whole point is when we when when society will accept no longer considering what is biology or science. When you no longer follow biology and science, And you start catering to every person's whim of what they believe they are or aren't. Now, it doesn't give anybody license to discriminate against these people. In fact, you should have, um, oh, if I say this word, people will get upset at me because they think I'm trying to belittle. You shouldn't belittle these people. I was going to use the word pity for, for lack of a better term. They're dealing with mental issues, according to the American Medical Association. And they may truly believe that they are female, trapped in a male body or vice versa. But that doesn't mean the rest of us should then just accept anybody's idea of what or who they think they are. Where do you stop? And my point and my thought was possibly when you have perverts or uh, people who are dealing with their own issues mentally see this lackadaisical approach of our society towards what a man is and what a woman is and you can use the locker rooms of girls and you can use a lot of the bathrooms of girls. In a situation like this, they they may use that to perpetrate something that is not good. So that's really the reason I put that out there. We were talking about Michigan schools have so much taxpayer cash, they can't spend it. Grand Rapids public school superintendent received $114,500,000 from future taxpayers. And said, quote, in my nearly 30-year career, I've never had an issue where we have money and can't adequately spend it. We've talked with other districts across the nation and then also here in the state of Michigan, everybody's running into the same issue, end quote. Every single school district in Michigan got something. Some a lot more than others. Just off the top of my head, well, Grand Rapids, 114500000 Battle Creek Schools, I think, in the $30, $40 million dollars range. If I remember correctly, Detroit schools, as I always tell you, $808 million. So that's certainly something you guys can call in if you'd like, 269-441-9595. We talked about the trucker issue and how I was really blown away at the video of Ottawa police and their humongous horses trampling, literally trampling, innocent people and what appears to be the left not really caring about it. And then I saw this very interesting article, ladies and gentlemen, and this is going to, again, at least give you a a reason why I believe the mainstream manipulative media today is really the enemy of the people. So the AP, the Associated Press, is supposed to be, again, a news organization. Not a pundit, not a talk show host, or a cable talk show host, or a radio talk show host. They're supposed to be straight news. I'm going to read an article from the AP, published in the Detroit News this morning, titled, Trucker Protest that Closed Border Could Echo in Canadian Politics, Perhaps... ...in the United States. Now, remember, this is supposed to be a news story. The streets around the Canadian Parliament are quiet now. The Ottawa protesters, who vowed never to give up, are largely gone, so they're gloating there. Chased away by policemen in riot gear, the relentless blare of truckers' horns has gone silent. But the trucker protests, which grew until it closed a handful of Canadian-U.S. border posts... ...and shut down key parts of the capital city for weeks could echo for years in the Canadian politics and perhaps south of the border. Now listen to this. The protest, which was first aimed at a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for cross-border truckers, but also encompassed fury over the range of COVID-19 restrictions and hatred of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, reflected the spread of disinformation in Canada And simmering populist and right wing anger. Does that sound like a news article to you or an opinion piece? I mean, hands down, it's not. I never knew the AP was into opinion pieces. First of all, it was all about the vaccine mandate and ending it, it was never about the hatred. Of Prime Minister Trust Justin Trudeau, the AP is actually spreading misinformation themselves and complaining about misinformation that was spread by the truckers. These mainstream manipulative media people, and I'm talking ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, New York Times, Washington Post, Philadelphia Inquirer, Boston Globe. Uh, Atlantic Georgia, Atlanta uh, Journal, on and on and on. Detroit News, Detroit Free Press, Lansing State Journal, on and on and on, spread disinformation almost daily. Some of them daily, others not daily. And here's a perfect example, the AP and the Detroit News. Quote, the protests which first aimed at covid was first aimed at COVID 19 vaccine mandate for cross border truckers, which is true, but also encompassed fury over the range of COVID 19 restrictions, probably true, and hatred of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Never heard that once, and I study this stuff every day until I read this. And then reflected the spread of disinformation in Canada. What disinformation? Like you just gave AP? disinformation in Canada, and simmering populist and right-wing anger. So it's only the right-wing who care about freedom, not the AP, the Detroit News, and the left-wing, I guess, is what they're trying to say. There's more. I'll tell you about it coming up after this. you listen to Live with Frank. I was telling you about this piece that you would think is a news piece. That's what the AP is supposed to be. News, straight news, not opinion. They're now into opinion. Apparently, they're now into what I do for a living. And the Detroit News, they published it. Trucker protests that closed border could echo in Canadian politics, perhaps in the U.S. And in the third paragraph, as I told you last segment, they write, quote, the protests which first aimed at a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for cross-border truckers, true, but also encompassed fury over the range of COVID-19 restrictions, true, And hatred of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. That's misinformation by the Detroit News and the AP. Reflected the spread of disinformation. What disinformation? In Canada and simmering populist and right-wing anger. So they just throw out words. What? What misinformation are you talking about so we can check you? Well, they are not going to tell you that. And they're admitting that it's only the people on the right. Democrats don't care about freedom. They're not so worried about that because it's only the right who cares. It's not me saying it, it's them. One of the protesters, Mark Souter, 33-year-old, said, quote, I think we've started something here, end quote. Well, I hope they did. I hope they did. Quote, this is going to be a very big division in our country. I don't believe this is the end, end quote. And And remember... Justin Trudeau refused to speak with these people, refused to sit down to do what democracies do and try to use your words first. Like they're asking Biden, choose me, Putin to do. But yet they refuse to do. Here's a question for you guys. Do you think Putin's going to invade You can either call me at 269-441-9595 or email us at rank R-E as an excellent N-K at townsquaremedia.com. Just as I brought up Putin, I thought to myself, what what are your thoughts? I have a definite thought. What are your thoughts? Will Putin this week invade? And I say this week because I knew he wouldn't invade until after this weekend, because China, who he now probably works for, told him, wait until the Olympics are over. And I believe they ended yesterday. And I say I believe because no one cares about the Olympics. I think the fact that they were in China and what the sports, what sports media, what sports commentary has done to the to sports is is just a shame. Making it all political. When people were looking for outlets that aren't all always political. I can tell from what I do when people are fed up with the politics. Heck, there's times I'm fed up with it. I get it. And you hope to go to sports and other entertainment to escape it when you can't. They won't let you. So what are your thoughts on that? The AP went on to say, while most analysts doubt the protest will make a historic watershed of Canadian politics, it has shaken both of Canada's two major parties. Really? You don't think that huge event where you had to, for the first time, bring martial law and then you had your police trample innocent people who weren't in the streets with their horses – or at least didn't look like they were in the streets with the horses. That's not a watershed moment. Do you see how depraved this Rob Giles and Tim Sullivan from the AP? And again, this is was published in the Detroit News. They have to take credit for what they've put out there. That they believe that that's Okay political science professor at the University of Toronto said, quote, this protest has given both the liberals and the conservatives a black eye, end quote. Why the conservatives? What did they do wrong? Trudeau's liberals look bad for allowing – listen to this one and tell me this is an opinion. This is where the protest has given both the liberals and the conservatives a black eye. Now, the liberals is because they didn't take care of this fast enough. They didn't run people over quick enough. Quote, Trudeau's liberals look bad for allowing protesters – to foment weeks of chaos in the capital city, while the conservatives look bad for champion protesters, many of them from the farthest fringes of the right, end quote. How do we know that many of them are from the farthest fringes of the right? Ask yourself that all the time. When these people write these things, ask yourself, how do they know any of this? They don't. They're just making it up. They're spreading misinformation. The AP is really good at that. Another political science professor at McGill University in Montreal said that conservatives, quote, have to be careful not to alienate more moderate voters who are generally not sympathetic to the protesters or right-wing populism more generally, end quote. No, they voted for this. They want people to be trampled. Well, no, I take that back. We don't know yet if they want people to be trampled. We'll see how they vote again and what they say about it. They're not into freedom in Canada. Not these moderates. That's what this professor is saying. The self-styled freedom convoy shook Canada's reputation for civility, inspired convoys in France, New Zealand, and the Netherlands, and interrupted trade, causing economic damage on both sides of the border. Yeah, where were you, AP, when the BLM and Antifa were doing that? And then the AP says this, quote, the protests have been cheered on in the U.S. by Fox News personalities and conservatives like Trump. Millions of dollars in donations have flowed across the border to the protesters. First of all, is Trump really a conservative? I've always said it. Trump is neither a Republican nor a Democrat. I never thought, saw him as a conservative. He had a lot of conservative ideas, but he also had a lot of moderate ideas, if you remember. So while the AP is worried about misinformation being spread in Canada as they're spreading misinformation, they're not writing about Jen Psaki. Last week, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki claimed that the spike in violence against Asians in the United States was due to, quote, hate-filled rhetoric, end quote, about the origins of the coronavirus pandemic. A baseless claim that has been promoted by the Chinese Communist Party. So the United States government, through the White House, is promoting misinformation by the Chinese Communist Party. Jensaki said, quote, we've seen this rise, unfortunately, because of hate-filled rhetoric and language around the origins of the pandemic. No one... Not one people person is saying that the, excuse me, the, the people who are committing these crimes are saying that they're doing it because of uh, the coronavirus. And what they're ashamed about is that they're all Democrats that are doing it or constituents of or uh, certainly groups that support Democrats by 90 something percent. Let's just put it that way. Well, let's just be upfront and honest. It's black people, black men who are attacking these Asian women. And it's sad, very sad. So misinformation, misinformation, but again, they do what they've always done. They say the other group is doing misinformation or putting on misinformation as cover for them. 269 441 9595. You're listening to the Live with Frank Show. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to me, Rank, on the Live with Rank Show. Make sure you know who your enemy is. And the mainstream manip- manipulative media is your enemy. I think they look down on, on people. I think they think people aren't that bright. And that's why they dictate to you all the time. I give you the truth and ask you to decide. Just like what happened this morning in that piece I wrote about the University of Michigan's coach and asked, should he be fired? I gave you the evidence, and I think the last thing I wrote was something like, you decide. There it is, you decide. Real quickly, I forgot to mention earlier. Last, I think it was Friday, Calhoun County issued a... In fact, let me go to the website like I keep telling you guys to go to. Because I, I forgot exactly what that was. So I'm going to go click on rank under meet the host. And here it is. They issued COVID-19 quarantine and isolation guidelines. And they did it for the public. Well, over the weekend, I was contacted by Eric Pessel, Or maybe it was Friday. Because they put out information, guidance for K-12 through schools. So that last one I talked about and wrote about, Calhoun County Public Health Department issues COVID-19 quarantine and isolation guidelines, again, is for the general public. This one they put out, and I wrote another piece about it, and I have the links to their websites where you can see the material that they put out titled Calhoun County Issues K-12 through School COVID-19 Isolation Requirements and Quarantine Guidance. And they tell you, what do you do if you test positive for COVID-19? And here's something you may not have thought of. What is day zero? What is day one? What is day five or six? What do you do? What about 10 and 11? That's answered in what they put out there all in a very nicely laid out calendar. They also answer the question, what do you do if you're exposed to someone with COVID-19? Again, they supply a really nice laid out calendar about that. They issue guidance with what mask should I wear? And where they tell you, what protection do cloth mask, surgical mask, or what they call high filtration masks, end quote, gives you. Now, here's where I and that group uh, differ, certainly. And that would be that they don't just outright say you should use only high filtration masks, like N95s. Because as many of you who follow me know, I've said it many, many times, Biden's own person came out and said, all the other masks, well, cloth are useless, period. And those hospital surgical masks don't seem to be much better. Only N95 is what you should use. So for all of you who have kids in K through 12 or know someone who have kids in K through 12, you can check that out at wbckfm.com. Calhoun County issues K through 12 school COVID 19 isolation requirements and quarantine guidance. And you know exactly what they're telling all the schools in Calhoun County. And believe me, I know I'm in many counties around the state of Michigan. Many of those counties are following this exact same calendar. And speaking last week with Eric Pessel, the health officer for Calhoun County Public Schools, they speak to these people every week to their fellow colleagues every week and they're all pretty much following the same thing so check that out camera uh, let me first tell you this on on February 17th there was a an article written in a local news stations' uh, website out in California. And it was dealing with racist graffiti that was written over water fountains. The school district said it would fully investigate the latest incidents. Quote, it is appalling that anyone would target a school with racist graffiti and subject students, staff, and families to messages of hate. And that came from the superintendent, Jorge Aguilara. He went on to say, with support from law enforcement, we will fully investigate this incident we also want each of our students to know that they are loved and cared for while we work to confront racism in any form, end quote. Sacramento community activist Barry Assisi condemned the racist graffiti. Quote, had this been any other type of crime, we would know exactly who, what, when, and how. We need urgency, and the time is now. Stop allowing people to say we don't want to learn about African American history. Guess what? Our African American history is American history, end quote. Well, you know, this guy's a Looney Tunes because no one is saying stop I mean, to learn about African American history. We just don't want your lies about African American history, or we don't want you to tell white kids that because you were born white, you are a racist. And we don't want you to tell black kids in your bigoted uh, manner that because you're black, you will always be a victim. You will never succeed in life. Have you, do you guys see anybody who's successful in life who was black? There was no Obama. There was no Oprah Winfrey. There was no, and you just go down the list. Of course you haven't seen them. They never existed. It's all a figmentation of everybody's mind because they can't succeed. They're victims and always will be victims of those white kids sitting next to you who are the racist. So I go back to February 17th and tell you how that school district is going to find this out and they're going to do it right away. And they did. They did. Guess who it was? You guys know who this is. This is going to happen next. Who was the perpetrator behind the racist graffiti over the water fountains in California? Who wrote the words white and colored? A black female student. CBS Sacramento reported. It was a black female student. And what does Mark T. Harris, an attorney, black man, hired by the Sacramento City Unified Unified School District as a, quote, race and equity monitor, end quote, have to say about this? Oh, oh, it was a black student who wrote those races? Quote, I don't believe those words that were on those water fountains were racist. It's an unfortunate prank. It does not seem to be an example of any kind of hate crime. It's not an example, in my opinion, of any kind of racist behavior pattern, end quote. This is who they hired. And again, I I brought up his race because that's what the left says you have to, especially when it comes to him being a race and equity monitor. He's a literal attorney, so he was smart enough to get through school. And he thinks by this black girl putting up white and colored, that wasn't racist. The perfect question to it would have been if it was a white girl, would it have been? You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. I appreciate that real quickly. So, you know, of course, uh, this was all about racism. Uh, someone painting white and colored above water fountains was all about racism until they found out, well, at least from the side of the equity and race monitor, when they found out, ah, well, we caught him. We caught the person. It's a black person. <laughs> girl who was doing it oh well well well, then i don't believe quote, i don't believe those words had anything to do with racism end quote quote it's an unfortunate prank it does not seem to be an example of any kind of hate crime it's not an example in my opinion of any kind of racist behavior end quote yes it is it's a hate crime you're trying to foment hate against white people and it's a race crime because you are saying you're separating us into two different groups oh that's right They're into that now. They've given up totally on what Martin Luther King Jr. wrote about. And now they are. Look at us as color first and let's segregate us. Remember? They're looking to segregate themselves. Hmm. We'll see what happens with that school district. Now, real quickly, I was reminded by one of you, Donald, and I apologize for that. I did not mean to do that. Biden administration to cancel 415 million dollars in student loan debt for roughly 16,000 people. He's asking me who's doing that or who is it for? Well, the Biden administration announced last Wednesday it's going to cancel all of that student loan debt who claim for for borrowers who claim they were misled for these from these for-profit colleges. What college isn't for profit? Any of you? Any of you? Give me one college that is operating today not for profit. Profit. So when you hear, obviously, you would say, "Well, public schools—they're—they're—they're they're, they're not working for free, are they? In fact, they're working for a lot of profit. The heads of MSU and U of N are making—I don't know—eight. Seven, six, seven, eight hundred thousand a year. Sounds like a lot of profit to me, does it, you guys? Professors making over a hundred thousand, maybe two hundred thousand a year. Sounds like a lot of profit. You know, anything above bare existence is profit, is it not? So every one of these schools are working for profit Michigan, MSU, Western, Central, Eastern, Wayne State, Oakland University, Ferris. Lake Superior State, Marquette, add to it. They're all for profit. Now, they could legitimately call themselves not for profit if you find out what the bare existence is needed in those areas to live, and that's what those professors and people who work at those schools are making. Because anything above bare existence is profit, is it not? Anyway... The Washington Free Beacon goes on to say the loans for almost 16,000 former students will be canceled under a legal provision called the borrower's defense to repayment, which allows students to have their debts erased if they prove a for-profit school defrauded them, the Department of Education said in a press release. So we're talking about DeFry, DeFry, yeah, DeFray, DeFry? I forgot what it was now. I haven't seen one of those commercials in a while. I wonder why. Uh, University, Westwood College, ITT Technical Institute Nursing School, and the Minnesota School of Business slash Globe University provided false information regarding their graduates' job placement. Really? Really? And again, you notice how they want to separate for-profit? Just because they call something for-profit, if it's for-profit, let's just use the president of these universities. Is... Anything over $100,000 or anything over $50,000, wouldn't that be considered for profit? Why does U of M president make $800,000 plus probably more bonus and what have you? Yet that's not called profit. U.S. Secretary of Education said, quote, the department remains committed to giving borrowers discharges when the evidence shows their college violated the law and standards. Students count on their colleges to be truthful. Unfortunately, today's findings show too many instances in which students were misled into loans at institutions or programs that could not deliver what they'd promised, end quote. Really, Miguel Cardona? U.S. Secretary of Education, I have a question for you. These schools in Michigan and across the state and country all promised that they would give in-classroom training to students who didn't sign up for online training. They didn't. Would you consider that being misled? How about this? When it comes to room and board, they said, give us $7,000 and we will give you room and we will feed you at very nice restaurant quality or better, cafeterias. And then they said, no, we're not going to do it. Leave. And then they said, we're not going to give you any or all of your money back. Is that, Miguel, would you call that misleading? Uh, misled information? I would. So those people who went to those quote-unquote for-profit colleges, DeVry, Westwood, ITT, Minnesota School of Business and Globe, all get to walk away and owe nothing. But you get to pay for them to do so because it's government loans. It says an additional $343 million will be provided to nearly 14,000 former students, including those who attended, and I just gave you the other names, so I don't I don't know why they split it. It sounds to me like it's going to be close to eight hundred million dollars. And then it said, and an additional two hundred eighty five million in discharges will be allocated to eleven thousand nine hundred former students who attended such schools as Corinthian Colleges and Marinello Schools of Beauty who previously qualified for power or defense relief but had not been applied for it. So that's who's getting the money back. And also, I told you about Henny Cuellar, Democrat congressman whose district's on the border in Texas and has been telling the truth. in the Democrat Party and Biden doesn't like that. So what they do, they're sending the FBI after them. They raided his home last week. Swarm of agents descended upon his property with a warrant in hand, emerging later with a computer and plastic bins and bags full of personal belongings. They're not really telling us why they did it either. Former Justice Department official Emily Pierce said, quote, In general, the department has shied away from taking any overt investigative actions against political figures when an election is looming. Yeah, his primaries in two months or less. Why do you think it happened? Because I heard heard of nothing of him having any issues until he started telling the truth about the border. He hasn't been charged with a crime. And he said in a public statement that he's confident that the investigation will clear him of any wrongdoing. He stressed that he's all in on the primary race and intends to win re-election. I really hope so. When the Justice Department was asked about it, they declined comment. When they were asked, why are you doing it just months before a primary, they declined comment. Hmm. I wonder why. Thanks, everybody. For listening to the show today. I appreciate that very, very much. And getting into uh, more comfortable with my new studio. And all this new, brand new, super cool equipment. Few hiccups today. But we'll get past them starting tomorrow. You guys have a great day. You're listening to The Live with Rank Show. Talk to you tomorrow at 9 a.m. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger.